You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Hello and welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndre, with Bill Goldberg. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, CarCast brought to you by our friends at GEICO. Uh, save some money on car insurance. Go to GEICO.com. And Wrangler, real comfortable jeans. Check out Wrangler.com. Oh, man, lots of stuff going on. I those jeans and then, then take a picture and post it. I want to see you in those. Heck yeah! Wait a minute, you got you got you're usually in your cowboy boots and the and the whole thing. You're kind of a well, yeah, but I, my legs are too big for Wrangler jeans, unfortunately. Oh well, I could I could put on the skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's skinny jeans for me, unfortunately. <laughs> right? Yeah, there that makes sense. Uh, yeah, Wrangler, love them. Let's check them out. Uh, I want to get some. All right, so we've got uh, we've got some cool stuff going on. As you guys know, we're 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 right up on the edge of our of our big uh, uh, Carcast uh, event, ten year anniversary of Carcast, ten year anniversary of Adam Carolla's show. Uh, we still have some tickets available to the Car Show. Come out to that. Um, you know, of course, Adam and I will be there. Goldberg's going to be there. Danny Trejo. Is going to be there. Jeff Dunham is going to be there. I love Jeff. He's such a great guy. If you've heard him on CarCast, you've heard him on Adam Carolla's show. He's uh, he's a funny guy. When we were, you know, when when Bill and I, when we did that, um, we did a couple episodes of that GQ Car Collector show, uh, which was yep. real fun. We, um, I went over to Jeff Dunham's collection as well. He's the ventriloquist and uh, comedian. He's got a great car collection, and he's super nerdy. He builds those dummies by himself, and he 3D prints them and paints them. And he builds and flies his own helicopters, like like two-man helicopters. He builds and flies them. And uh, we did a whole episode where we drove around in one of the Tim Burton Batmobiles all through the streets of Van Nuys. And because he bought the car from Warner Brothers and he converted it to like a real driving street car with cameras all, you know, so you can see outside the car. We drove around in that thing, filmed everything. And then when we submitted it, uh, Warner Brothers shot us down. They're like, no, you can't use it. So the lost episode of is, is us driving around in the Batmobile. But we did tour his collection. Anyway, he's got a new Ford GT and he said he'd like to bring that to the car show. I said that would be awesome. So Jeff Dunham's going to be there as well. Our buddy Chris Jacobs is going to be there. I think he's got a GTX, uh, something like that he's going to be bringing out. Uh, Mike Brewer from Wheeler Dealers, he's got a 911 Porsche. He's going to be coming out to that. Um, uh, It's going to be good. We're bringing the Porsche 935. I think we're going to bring the Hino truck. We're trying to find a place to put it. And uh, and maybe the BRE 510. I'm going to bring the M3. Uh, so yeah, man, go to, go to the Peterson.org uh, website, get yourself some tickets. Um, if you've got a car, bring a car. So what we're going to do is, is we're going to do, we're going to hand out some awards. We're going to hand out some plaques and we're just going to make it kind of fun. It, like if you roll up in a Kona's egg, that's great, but that's not necessarily it wins the award. There's going to be a people's choice award. There's going to be a best of show and there's going to be Adam's picks and my picks. And maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get, uh, I'll get you Bill to come help me pick out something. Something fun. I want wacky and cool and custom. I want you show me what you got. Um, so that'll be a cool event. Now, 
the other event that we t- kind of teased last week, and we're starting to get some details on it. Hopefully, we'll get some more. But in a couple of weeks, uh, as you're listening to this, I want to say the weekend of the 23rd. Maybe, maybe that sounds right. Um, is that even a weekend? Yeah, maybe the 23rd is Dodge is doing a big event at Pomona. We're going to go out there, you and I, and hopefully do some drag racing in uh, yeah. in uh, Hellcats and Challengers or whatever, you know, in uh, Demons. and So you're going to bring a car up there. Hopefully they got Actually, a couple of Dodge 13-2s. I'm, I'm bringing a procession of cars. You're going to bring am, more than one. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to be uh, driving my red eye, and I'll uh, be followed by a uh, big, gigantic uh, 3500 pulling my Dodge Demon, and I'll have a couple other guys in tow. Man, we're it's going to be wide body heaven. So uh, it's going to be bitching, man. We got all the top brass for for Dodge and. Uh, FCA coming out. It is a, it's such a cool, gigantic Mopar event, Dodge event on the West Coast. All the, all the top brass are heading, heading west for it. So, um, it's going to be one hell of an event. It's their 15th year. I spoke to the organizer yesterday, uh, John Fortuna, I think it is, is his correct name. And, uh, it just sounds like one hell of a, a, a great get together. Car shows, um, drag races. I mean, what? How can you beat that on a Saturday? So, you know, I'm, I'll, the mayor will be well represented. <laughs> it seems like uh, it. It's. I'm excited about it. It's going to be a fun event. I'm trying to get the details in to see if they're going to let us. You know, uh, run a couple of different cars. I spoke to the guy from Dodge, and he said they've got the uh, the Challenger 1320, which is the drag race edition car, not the Demon engine, but pretty much all of the Demon. Uh, 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 mechanicals, basically, and they're saying that they could have some of those. So hopefully, we'll be able to drive some of those as well. Um, but we wanted to get. Uh, you were talking about getting your, you know, your car ready. So you mean the Demon or the Red Eye? You want to get a car ready, and we want, we're trying to find some wheels and tires, right? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the Demon. You know, the Demon. This is just the next chapter in Project Jackhammer's uh, very short life. Uh, you know, first we outfitted it with HRE wheels, which looked wonderful, and I wanted to make the thing turn. And then, lo and behold, the red eye comes out. So we uh, basically slammed on the brakes going 180 miles an hour and before we hit that wall, and we went a different direction. The fact is, is um, as I stated in the beginning when I was trying to tinker with the, with the demon, you know, the technology is such that I would be an absolute dumbass to go against it. So why not embrace it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm trying to figure out the, uh, you know, I, I'd love to drag race that thing uh, on the 23rd at Spring Fest. Um, like I said, all the top guys are there. It'd be good to have their, have the mayor rep represent, you know, so I can't yeah. just go down the, the runway. So I got to, I got to try to pick up every single little edge that I can, i.e. going to Bondurant next Thursday, <laughs> i.e. getting on the cold calling weld wheels to try to get some, some uh some shoes you know for this uh for this demon that you know that are a little lighter obviously the the demon comes with the front runners from the factory but um they're probably 20 pounds and i'm trying to shave off as as uh alistair would say every ounce counts yeah right, right? <laughs> um 
I uh, I just got off the phone with Adam before we walked in here and gave him a little recap of what we're going to be chatting about today. And he said two things. He said, uh, he said, uh, tell. Don't uh, hit the wall. No, he said, tell Bill. He said, good luck at the event. He thinks going to the Bonnaroo school ahead of time is cheating. And then he said, uh, he said, he said, by the way, there's some cool like uh, uh, like uh, cobras and stuff that are coming up at like a, at a Meekum auction. And he thought of you and he'd like to uh, like to, to get into it, um, uh, which I thought was good. So um, that was very that was very nice of him and for him to, <laughs> to give me that uh, little. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> you know. You do everything you can to get an edge. Well, that's my what I edge, said, yeah. I'm not trying to get an edge on you. I'm just trying to get an edge on every other schmo that's been down that drag strip, been down uh, in their demons, and I, I never have. So I just am, actually, I'm doing a little catch up work. Yeah, well, listen, we've, uh, to, to talk about the specifics, we've got, um, we're going to talk to this, uh, we're going to invite a guy in, Mark Kyle. I'm going to get him in right now. Uh, we're going to talk to Mark Carlisle. Uh, Mark, are you there? Yeah, I am. Thanks. All right. Uh, you're on the phone here. We got Bill Goldberg on the phone. We were just talking about this upcoming event, this Dodge event that's coming up on the, I think it's the 23rd or it's that weekend, 23rd, 24th. I'm not exactly sure out here in Pomona. And there's going to be some cool drag racing in the cars that, you know, Dodge is bringing cars and all kinds of people and all the big dogs over at Dodge, uh, uh, Ralph Gills and all the bosses, Mark Trosell that we love and, all those guys are going to be there. So um, uh, Bill's bringing up a couple cars. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we went to uh, Roadkill Nights and we got to do some drag racing in, uh, in the Hellcat uh, Wide Bodies, which was fun to do. But that was sort of a makeshift sort of uh, drag strip that they'd done. done. And, and it had rained over the weekend uh, before and after the event. So not a lot of rubber on the ground. Um, uh, you know, we were trying to trying to do a couple things, feather first gear, maybe start from second gear. And, and you know, I, I don't know that one thing was super advantageous over the other. Um, uh, you know, the goal for us was just to point the thing straight, unlike Richard Rawlings, hit the wall. <laughs> and, uh, you did it on purpose. Yeah, right? Um, but uh, uh, so I wanted to, to talk to you. Well, we both wanted to kind of talk to you. So Mark... Uh, owns Carlisle Racing. He's in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, he he has a shop there. He makes parts, works on cars, builds uh, drag racing vehicles. But uh, he's got the the world record in IRS drag racing cars, independent rear drag racing cars. He ran a six fifty four at two hundred and twenty eight miles an hour with uh, uh, I believe it was a Corvette, but it was an IRS car, and that's kind of the point. And uh, and now with with Ford Mustang having independent rears and the Dodge independent rears, um, we we're we're at a bit of a disadvantage here. We need a bit of a education on on what's the difference here. Like we're doing a couple things. You guys, Bill and Mark, you guys talked, and Mark, you're setting up uh, you're setting up Bill with a set of wheels and tires. Um, well, let let let's start it out by saying I I again, was looking at wheel tire packages over the weekend. I'm trying to get every edge I can get. I'm trying to get a, a lighter package, and why not reach out to the people who, who know what the hell they're talking about, as opposed to me who, who thinks I do. So I called Caps instant, instantly, right? Got All right, his, so you called wrong got Caps. Got his kind of direction, you know? Um, and then 
I cold called Weld Wheels yesterday morning, and they were absolutely wonderful to talk to. Um, they 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 jumped on the cause. Uh, they thought it was a great great kind of partnership. But the only problem was is that they kind of have a six week turnaround, and we're three weeks out. So then comes uh, their number one distributor. Uh, Mr. Carlisle to the plate, and you know, not only was he nice enough to take my call, nice enough to teach me a little bit about how to better prepare myself for what's upcoming, but uh, you know, he's actually taking the wheels off of his car and sending them to me so <laughs> that I can get some welds here before the six week, you know, normal time. Yeah. So I yeah. just, I just wanted to preface uh, Mr. Carlisle speaking by explaining what a wonderful racer and what a wonderful car guy he is because he literally took took him off his car and sent him to, my, to me for mine nice so yeah, mark well, the stage know. is that the floor is yours man i mean like i said we didn't we didn't uh, i we were i was very lucky to get you on the phone and then we did some due diligence and we see that you got the world record for the irs and man you, get, you, you know how to go fast that's for damn sure so it's an honor and a privilege man we appreciate it Hey, well, you know, fast to everybody is relative. I mean, you know, fast to me is not nearly fast enough to a guy like, you know, John Force or Garlitz or somebody like that. And I know you've talked to some guys that are probably way faster than me. But, um, you know, but we get it done on the independent rear suspension just fine. So, and, hey, when I got the call yesterday and, and, and I heard that you were going to be at uh, the event in Pomona, um, uh, you know, that's, that's an event that actually I'm a sponsor of that series. Um, I just don't go to the one all the way out in California, but I was, I was excited uh, about hearing, you know, that you guys are going to be out there, but, but yeah, I mean, Hey, it's a, it's a no brainer for a racer to help another guy that's going to go out and race, get it done. We do that stuff at the track all the time. I have competitors come up to me from time to time and, and, you know, they might be going to race me in the next round or something, but I've got the parts that keeps them on the track. And, you know, it's just like anything. If you're a real competitor, you'd rather beat somebody on the track than because they didn't make it. So. I was I was more than happy to help. Yeah. So, Mark, how long have you been at this game? We talked yesterday, and uh, you 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 opened up your shop uh, some time ago in uh, in Columbus. Yeah. Well, I opened up my shop in 2011, but I've actually been racing since '99. Um, you know, I bought uh, my Corvette, that's the current world record holder, uh, new in 2007, and just evolved it through the years into into what it is today, and. And now we've um, we've been doing a lot more in the Dodge world. Um, I've got a, a Hellcat, a wide body Red Eye, and a Demon that we go out and we play with. And and so um, if you're in that space, then you probably heard our name, and you know that we're the go-to guys for the the drag pack setups and the conversion kits to to get uh, as much meat as as much meat as possible on the ground. Now, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, maybe some of the differences between, let's say, the the Challenger Hellcat and the Demon. Like, we're it, uh, Bill Bill picked up a Demon, and, and uh, as he sort of got into that car more and more, we started to realize there's a lot more very specific drag race oriented things for that car that were from the factory that really make it different than a, than a challenger. It's not just a challenger with different wheels and tires. Like it really is different, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, the, the, probably the biggest factor that you're going to see is the blower itself has got more displacement. It's a larger blower, which allows to make more power. And, uh, in addition to that, you know, once you buy the, or you get the crate, 
from you know Dodge, mm-hmm. then you have the ability to to put the 840 horsepower tune up in it. And with that computer and that program, you're going to make. I mean, the the Hellcat makes 707 flywheel horsepower. And then the Demon can make 840 flywheel horsepower with the crate and uh, that tune and, and the right fuel in it. So you got that. You've also got a better suspension set up. You've got better, uh, better drag shocks. And then you've got a better spring package on it. Um, better differential in the back. Um, and uh, different wheel and tire package as well. Wheel and tire package, obviously, you know, Dodge is making it a production car. So they have to make the tires be you know, legal for the, for the, you know, all the laws that everybody does on a, on a street car, but that's where we come in to play. If you can get the aftermarket stuff from guys like me that, you know, will help you get that extra edge. So, okay. So we, we did some drag racing at, uh, at roadkill nights and we raced a uh, wide body, uh, uh, Hellcats. Um, and, uh, I want to get your advice on this. This is something I think, uh, Bill is going to be interested in, in, in as well. We'll talk about the demon for a second, but just the wide body Hellcats, all right, or mm-hmm. any of the Hellcats, wide body or otherwise. What settings do you recommend for drag racing? And is it is it track mode? Is it street mode? Is it traction control on or off? Is it launch from first gear, launch from second gear? Like, what would you recommend on getting that car as fast down the drag strip as possible? Well, that question has to be answered with a couple of questions. One... <laughs> And the most important one is the car completely stock. All right, let's yeah. assume yes, because that's that's yeah, a, right. it's it's an easy so, way to 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 yeah. just create some parity. So if it's completely stock, and we we you know we've we've just got it out of the factory, so we have some things that we can assume, and 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 we know that it's going to come with you know the two sixty two gear ratio. Um, it's going to come with you know whatever wheel and tire package it has or whatnot. Um, Chances are, if you launch this thing wide open in first gear in any mode, it's going to probably spin on the factory tires. We can guarantee now, that. We can pretty much guarantee that. It's been yeah. tested. It's been proven. <laughs> we could guarantee that, yeah. <laughs> so anybody that's going to race one of these things is going to call somebody like me and get a drag pack for it so they have a little bit stickier tire on the back. And then once they do that, let's talk about what you want to do. So I'm, I want to assume that we've put... A 17-inch drag radial, which doesn't require any modification of the car. It'll just fit on there, and it gives you a little bit more meat. And then with that, we put the car in track mode, okay. but with the suspension setting set to street. And then we take the uh, traction control and turn it all the way off. And then I'll launch a car with a 262 gear, which is a stock gear, in that setup. And I'll flash the converter. Now, do you guys know what that means? Yeah, but go ahead and explain it. All right. So what that means is I'm going to bring the car just barely off idle. I'm not going to stall it up. And stalling it up is when you're you know giving it enough gas and holding the brake so that it starts to push. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to bring it just barely off idle and then flash the converter. Now, there's launch control on these cars, and there's a lot of neat little factors from the factory that's going to help somebody that's not drag racing a lot. But this car with, with just that drag pack should hook that setup in a normal scenario on, on any track um, with just adequate track prep and, and be able to cut a, a you know, a mid to low one, four sixty foot. Um, in first gear and, or second in first gear. Yeah. Now 
you've got a you've got a flash the converter, which a lot of guys don't do that, and you've got to have a sticky tire on the back. And we use a Mickey Thompson um, 305 drag radial for this scenario, which is a it is the tire that I have on the wheels that are coming to you, Bill. And uh, that tire is your your best bet in this scenario. And it's a radial tire. It's actually still street legal too. Well, and so why do you go with the 305 as to as to you know the 315, 325s that guys are running on the wide body? So the 315 is a taller tire, and the point the purpose of the 315 is to take some gear out. So um, we don't have that issue with with the with the factory gearing. So a lot of guys were thinking I needed to go to the 309 gear. Or I needed to change it, you know, and we we tested with our car. Our car goes, just to give you an idea, it runs 920s now. Our, our Hellcat runs 920s and runs 60 foots in the low 136 range. Nice. Uh, like, I'm sorry, mid-13 mid range, like 135, 136, somewhere right around, right around there. And um, what we found was the 315 is a good tire if you have a 309 here in that car, in the Hellcat, but it's faster um, the car goes faster on the 262 gear. Now, on a wide body car, the 315 will fit without modification of the car. On a narrow body car, you got to use a big persuader to make it fit. Okay. Now, how about the gearing and the Demon? Yeah. So the Demon has we've found, and and I don't know how. I, mean, I know you've heard about the the Legion of Demons that we did in uh, Texas. We had 48 cars out there. And we tried pretty much every combination we could do. The fastest cars were stock gear sets with the 305 gear, I'm sorry, the 305 tire on a 17-inch wheel. And that was the fastest cars by far. No more questions asked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, I mean, now it's, I mean, now we, I appreciate it. We've got a little bit of insight on how to, uh, on, on the best settings. Now it comes down to, you know, down to the driver, you know, like how, look, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put in the reps. You gotta, you gotta try this again and again and again and, and start chipping away. Like it doesn't matter if you've been racing this for 20 years, like you're constantly just trying to get the right track conditions and, you know, and, uh, you know, a little bit of luck and uh, and a lot of experience and, and, and uh, I don't have either one of those. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, the hey, reps, Mark, I gotta, the I reps that you're talking you, about Mark. are absolutely Im- so important. They're vital. And I even told Bill, I said, you need to do some practice laps before you go to do this race. Because, see, every car has its own sweet spot. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where most people mess up is they don't go out and figure out what their car's sweet spot is. You know, um, for example, our Hellcat that we have here that runs 920s now on a stock blower car, you know, that car used to used to like to be flashed off of a dead idle. Well, we changed some things around, put a stall converter, did some other modifications to it, and when we flashed it off of a off of an idle, after that it was spin. So we had to we had to take laps. It took me about twelve twelve laps to figure out how that car wanted to be launched. And obviously, I you start at one spectrum, and then you start and then you start working your way towards the other one. Tire pressure makes a difference. How you leave when the car makes a difference. The tune can make a difference. You know, in these cars, we can actually adjust the throttle responsiveness and and make it slow down the throttle blade if we need to, so that it'll so that it'll grab power slower or faster. Wow. Yeah. Now it sounds like the biggest difference, let's say, between 
when we ran Roadkill Nights and when we run Pomona is going to be um, track. For, yeah, the track. That's going to be the biggest difference in the world is, you know, we're, we've been having a lot of rain recently, and it would have been nice if this was like the weekend after the Winter Nationals, right? But uh, there's, you know, several weeks in between and, and a shitload of rain. But um, uh, but it's going to be an active weekend. That's a good track. It's good prep. It's going to be uh, – it's going to be interesting to uh, to see if how much of that makes a difference, and I think it absolutely will. Well, sure. I got a the better the track, the more aggressive you can get off the line, for sure. And an independent rear car, independent rear suspension car acts differently than a live axle car. You know, if you, when you plant the tire and you transfer the weight to the back of the car, if it unloads the tire, if after you get out there it unloads, it'll spin. And you know, a lot of guys find with a a real big drag car is they're spinning on the line, right, with a solid axle car. It either spins on the line or it hooks and goes. With these cars, it might actually hook on the line and then spin 10 feet out because the suspension unloaded. So you got to make sure that whatever settings you do and whatever driving style you choose, you don't unload that suspension to get the weight off the back of the car so that the tire gets unloaded and then spins and you lose the race. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Bill, you were going to say something? Mark, um, I, I saw this thing online about unlocking the red eye computer. Is there anything to that? The PCM? Do you know anything about that? Well, I mean, so far on my red eye, I mean, I'm I'm programming it. I've unlocked my computer, and it allows me to program it however I want. My car will be making just north of a thousand rear wheel horsepower in the next, I don't know, three or four days here. Um, it's going back up on the dyno and, and getting some more modifications done. We were doing a, uh, a step mode before that. But I think what you're talking about is the demon features in the red eye computer. Can you get yeah. them in there? And yeah, it can be done. Um, but basically you're just flashing the, the demon computer information into a red eye computer. Oh, I but see a guy what you're talking like about. Me, yeah. Well, go ahead. I, I see what you're talking about. You're taking the tune out of the demon and putting it in the red eye. Yeah. You can make part. that, you can unlock that computer, feed in that information put in the button for the high-octane mode, and you can have all the same features that a red-eye has. But, you know, that's only 840 horsepower. To me, that's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, man. For not me, enough. That's, that's 40 more than 80. Than eight, 40 <laughs> yeah. more than, you know, 32 more than 808. Right. It's funny. It's 840 yeah. horsepower. And uh, 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 before we wrap up the show a little later, I'm going to tell you about a 201 horsepower Acura that I'm driving. Um, but, but, but before we get to that, um, I, I got a couple more questions for you. But first, let me tell you guys, we will do a little housekeeping here. I'll tell you about Geico. Geico, everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off dry cleaning, you pick up some milk, and now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list. And you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. If you just go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket... This is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Check out Geico.com. All right. We're going to need some of that on the way to the track. Some of that yeah, Geico. no doubt. <laughs> You're going to bring a whole fleet of cars up there. And uh, uh, I, I got to tell you, I'm actually – I just talked to my guys at Dodge, and I know this is kind of a Dodge event, but I, I hit them up and I said, hey, speaking of drag racing, can you send me – a Jeep Trackhawk to test. And uh, and they said, sure. <laughs> so now I'm waiting to find out what the schedule is on that. But 
I'm kind of interested in just for the sake of of why not is the Trackhawk and the uh, the Durango, the SRT8 Durango, the SRT Durango with all-wheel drive. And I'm curious, I I don't know Mark if you if you race any of those, any of the vehicles um any of the SUVs with the all-wheel drive. Uh, we actually have one of the uh, the Durango SRTs. Yeah, um, and uh, it's it's white with black stripes, just like our white Hellcat with black stripes. Um, and it's been it, it's completely stock, and the thing's been in the twelves already. It's actually pretty fast for a, a three row family, you know, sport utility. <laughs> it's an amazing vehicle. I mean, I, I, I was, I mean, I can't tell you that how big of a home run Dodge has hit with the line of cars that they have out right now. Um, but Trackhawks, I mean, the SRT8 is cool, but the Trackhawks are just a level above. Um, now, so the Trackhawk, I don't know if you know or not, but it has the same powertrain as the Hellcat does. Yeah. So uh, I've got one here right now that was actually shipped to me from Mexico um, from one of my customers that we are doing a complete build on, and the power goal on this thing is 1,200 rear-wheel horsepower. Um, now, does it break? And do you, uh, I, a couple questions. At what point is it going to break, right? Like, and that's the same question for both the Durango and the Trackhawk. Like, when does it break? And two, do you ever go nuts and run like four slicks? Is it just <laughs> well, going to explode? We, 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 on this vehicle, we typically do four drag radials. You do? Um, yeah. But, um, I mean, and it looks crazy. I mean, when you see a vehicle with four B-lock wheels and, and four drag radials from Mickey Thompson on there, just, you know, and, and the thing is a monster. I mean, you can't do a burnout with all four of them. You just can't do it. But I've got some videos on our website of a couple of them launching out here by our shop and some of them on the dyno as well. Now, even but, when you run the four drag radials, do you run the same size or do you run them a little bit staggered? They're just a little bit staggered. Uh, the wheels are anyway. Um, now, the Trackhawk, unfortunately, doesn't have uh, a, a small enough brake for me to put 17s all the way around. So I've got to run a 20 up front and a 17 in the back. But, um, uh, you know, you, you've still got the majority of the power towards the back wheels anyway. So. so what you're doing is is you're just trying to get as much of that all-wheel drive traction off the line, and then as that thing is 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 getting up to speed and getting a little wind underneath it and, and shifting the weight, you're it's it's kind of putting itself more to rear-wheel drive mode, right? Like there's only so much pull the front wheels are going to do. It's all about that hit off the line. Is that right? Yeah, there's still a split towards the back, but I'm going to tell you, I mean, the, the truck is just amazing. I mean, when you, when you have, when you have an all wheel drive vehicle with that kind of power and you pull up beside some guy in his muscle car and you put a couple bus links on him at the stoplight and they pull back up to you and they're like, what the heck's done to that thing? You know, and you're like, yeah, it's stock. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's pretty <laughs> satisfying. It's got to be interesting because. You know, at the ride height, and you're in an SUV, and it's big and it's heavy. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think the Trackhawk, like off the showroom floor, is like zero to sixty in like three and a half seconds. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, I think we might have lost. Uh, I think we might have lost Mark, but, uh, but uh, that's okay. Anyway, I, good info, man. Good info. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to try to get a date on uh, on on that Trackhawk to see if um, 
Uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're I, I think we're, we're good with Mark. Um, uh, we got a lot of good information from him, and I'll just throw out: uh, it's Mark Carlisle. It's Carlisle Racing. It's C A R L Y L E. Carlisle Racing is the uh, is dot com is the website. He's on a uh, Facebook. Uh, look up Carlisle Racing's on Instagram. Carlisle Racing. So um, check him out there and uh, give him a call. Um, uh, great to have him. Uh, to help out, he sent us uh, photos of the wheel tire package that he's mailing you, and it's a, it's a great uh, sort of weld racing thing going on. And um, uh, and like you said, it's got the 305 Mickey Thompsons on there, which I assume they're broken in already for you, buddy, because <laughs> he took them right off of his car. You've got to like that. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be fantastic. So, and like you said, you're going to head over to Bonner and School and sure. do some do some driving there as well. You're taking the drag racing program that they offer. Is it demons? Is it red eyes? Did they break it down to you? Oh, it's it's all demon. It's it's the demon. You know, they have different experiences out there. This is the demon experience. It's a one day class, eight in the morning to like three thirty in the afternoon. And uh, hopefully I make as many passes as humanly possible. I'm sure there's some classroom time, but I think there's a little room left in this tiny brain to put some more info in there. I'm going to need it. But, um, you know, it's all about just having fun, man, and getting more prepared. Um, Just trying to get faster, man. You know, fast is fun. Yeah. Um, it should be, uh, it should be fun. It should be a good event. I'm curious to see, uh, I wish I could make it out there. We've just got too many things going on over here. Um, but I want to hear, get all about it when you, uh, when you get out there. Um, the other thing, uh, I was driving this Acura. I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about that. Cause so many of you asked me about it before we get into that. I'm going to tell you about Wrangler. Everyone has a favorite pair of jeans that fit perfect and always look great. No one knows this better than Wrangler. Wrangler jeans made for the modern-day adventurers. Whether you ride a bike, a bronc, or a skateboard, these are the jeans for you. They have classic or modern styles, a range of fits, and a price that works for you as well. And they have vintage re-releases. I kind of like the vintage stuff. I'm wearing my acid-washed black jeans right now. Love them. Visit Wrangler.com and check out their great selection of jeans, shirts, pants, and outerwear for men and women. They have new styles, great fits, Wrangler, real comfortable jeans. Check them out, Wrangler.com. Um, so I picked up this uh, this uh, Acura ILX, and um, uh, I kind of liked – I just like what Acura was doing. I drove the RDX uh, A-Spec, and I thought it was kind of neat. And um, later in the month, we're going to drive the new NSX. We had the NSX once before, but there's a couple little revisions for 2019, some aero, things like that. Um, that uh, you guys heard about um, a couple of weeks ago. We have Dave Merrick on the show with on the show with with Adam Carolla. Uh, he was telling us a little bit about that car as well. And I know we always get to test like the funky, cool stuff, and and that's always the fun stuff. You know, get a you know get a track hawk in here, get an Aston Martin in here. Um, but I was looking at the ILX. It's new for for 2019, and this is about the size of a three series BMW, right? And uh, I put it out there. Um, and social media, and a bunch of you guys were asking, you know, what do you think of the car? You know, because it's it's a very attainable car, and I got to say that I I like it. I think it looks good. I like what they're going on with the design. The one they sent me is the A spec. It's white with all the black trim, the black wheels, and the little wing on the back, and um, it looks kind of a uh, and it looks good. It's nice. It's 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 a two point four liter 
uh, inline four. It's got an eight-speed transmission, which with dual clutch uh, uh, capability, um, uh, paddle shift basically is what I'm saying here. It's 201 horsepower, 2.4 liter. And the A-Spec is kind of nice with the red seats, the black inserts. Um, it's, uh, it's a nice car. I, I say plenty of room in the front, a great driving car, pretty uh, good gas mileage. I think on the freeway, I went down to do the Shift and Steer podcast. I was on traffic for a while sitting in the freeway. I was getting like 33 miles per gallon, I want to say, on the freeway, um, which was fantastic. Uh the specs on this thing are probably zero to sixty in uh, I want to say six and a half second range. Um, quarter mile is fifteen point two, and it's kind of weird how I think when I got my my Mustang Cobra in ninety three, it ran like fifteens. So here we are now. You, your your entry level Acura uh, can run fifteens. Not a ton of back seat room, but. It's it's a small sedan, so I don't know how much room you're expecting to get back there. I mean, I'm sure I fit fine. I'm sure Goldberg doesn't. <laughs> you know, um, and it, it's a nice car. And here's the big thing for this car is it's a lot of bang for the buck in this segment. Acura has dropped the price by about twenty two hundred bucks for the 2019 year. The A spec. Uh, package adds about two thousand to it, but when you really start comparing this to the Audis and Mercedes and BMWs of the world, this is more bang for the buck. Um, I I didn't really cross shop it with let's say Lexus or Infiniti or Lincoln or, or a Cadillac, but um, uh, definitely add it to the list as as far as as cars to look at. If you're looking at a sub thirty thousand dollar Car. I mean, this starts at under thirty thousand. And by the way, the A spec that I'm driving, which is pretty much fully loaded, um, nav, Apple CarPlay, uh, the A spec, uh, you know, with the black wheels and the red seats. I think it came in like about thirty two thousand bucks. And I, I feel like it's a lot of car for the money. Now, here's the one thing you're going to want to look at is is we we do this all the time. Somebody will say. Uh, you know, um, hey, I got this uh, Porsche, and they'll say yeah, Cayenne, be like, that's a really nice Volkswagen, or they say, hey, I got the, you know, I got the Lexus, and like that's a fancied up Toyota. Sure, we got to share platforms and 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 try to save on costs and and things like that. Um, and and sometimes there's enough uh difference between the standard model and the luxury model that it really makes all the difference in the world. And sometimes there are subtle differences and then you really have to start to question, is it, is it worth getting? And in this particular case, the Honda Accord, the Honda Accord Sport is like a $26,500 car and it's already a good car. So when you step up to the Acura, it's, it's very similar. So you might be paying a little extra money for the Acura to get the brand, to get that style, that look, which you might like more than the Honda, um, but you, you, I would say no problem in cross shopping both the Honda and the Acura to see just aesthetically like what you like. There may be a few interior things that you might like a little bit better, but I, I would say that they're close enough that you can compare them both. Um, 
surprisingly, I, I, I want to say Toyota and Lexus literally has a, a, a different standard, um, a little bit wider spread. I don't want to say better car between Toyota and Lexus versus Honda and Acura, but I'm saying a wider spread. And uh, the the Lexus cars have to meet more requirements to become a Lexus. Otherwise, it's just a Toyota. And I think the line between those two cars and the line between Honda and Acura is a little bit finer. Um, so the Honda and Acura is a little bit closer to each other than the Toyota Lexus. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm just saying that's how those two car companies do it. There's a little bit more difference between uh, Toyota and Lexus. That's certainly what I've seen. Um, uh, but definitely take a look at it. It's a pretty cool car. I think it looks good. I've been driving it around, and it, it's uh, and it's been fun. Um, and for that price range, it's been it's been fantastic. Um, all right, so that's uh, oh man, that's pretty much uh, what we've got going on now. We're gonna hopefully see you guys out Sunday. We're gonna see you at the Peterson Museum. Like we said, tickets are still available for the car show. We got some awards we're gonna be handing out. We're all gonna be there. Um, and hopefully the weather is going to be fantastic. And if you want, stick around, get tickets to the screening for Uppity, the Willie T. Ribs story. Unfortunately, the podcast, Adam Carolla Show, is sold out. But uh, like we said, we've got Jay Leno and, and Mike Brewer and and, uh, and Chris Jacobs. And, oh, I think Billy Gibbons is coming out. I think Billy Gibbons is coming out with uh, – I don't know if he's uh, – our buddy Brad, Brad Fanshaw from, from – Shift and steer that I do. He's coming out. I don't know if he's bringing Billy with him or or Billy's bringing a low rider, but uh, uh, but I believe he's coming out as well. So we'll say hi to him. Um, what's next, Bill? Anything else you got? Uh, I'm trying to buy an SRT10 uh, truck on eBay right now. <laughs> After that discussion of the of the of the Durangos, what we'll do is is I'll tell you what before you before you you spend your money on that because I I see you just did uh uh your uh your mayor of Muscleville commercial um the first version of that is out it's up on YouTube and uh, if you follow Goldberg's uh, Instagram uh, you'll see we've put it out there and uh, Carcast as well. The first version of that. Um, hopefully, you got more commercials coming your way, and then uh, who knows? You know, maybe, maybe uh, do more Dodge commercials, buy more Dodge cars. Let's uh, let me talk to the guys at Dodge, and then I'm going to drive one of those. You should drive one of those, and let's see, uh, let's see what it, uh, what you think about it. Maybe do a. I'll go grab a Trackhawk. You grab the Durango, and you tell me if you like it. You tell me if you can fit in it. We can switch those if you want. You drive the Durango, and I'll get the track because I know I can fit in it. <laughs> oh, really? Because the Durango's bigger. What? The Durango's bigger than the than the Jeep Cherokee, the Grand Cherokee. Oh yeah, you know, um, I'll just I'll uh, I'll just lose some weight. <laughs> All right, we'll do that. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, we're going to see you guys this weekend. Thank you so much. Of course, check us out at CarCastShow.com. We've got all kinds of stuff up there. Uh, you can follow Goldberg and Goldberg Garage on Twitter and Goldberg95 and Goldberg's Garage with an S, Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. You can follow me at Motorator on all social media, uh, Car Show at the Peterson March 10th. Um, and, of course, our Shift and Steer podcast is available on iTunes and Podcast One. Check that out. Um, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys on the weekend. Uh, until next time, keep the air and the spare and the bag and the wheel. 
For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. We'll be right back. 